Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother and greatest. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Miss Alicia. T is not here with me today, but she is here in spirit as usual. Welcome to Let's Chat. We appreciate you guys for tuning in and celebrating literature literature with us today. Our topic today is thinking out of the box. We have two fabulous guests: author Rihanna Mallory and actor and model Travis Cure. So excited about today's show. You know, I'm getting ready for my event, which is actually next weekend, the Divas Lunch in the Literature. Just, I'm so excited. And people tell me, you're crazy, but I did put the tickets back on sale. So, yes, the tickets are all, both tickets for the workshop and the luncheon are on sale. They're both $10 off. The Divas Lunch and the Literature Eat and Greet is March 4th at Atlanta Airport Gateway Marriott from 1 to 6 p.m. The luncheon portion is from 1 to 4, and then the free event, which is open to the public, which is the book fair portion, is from 4 to 6. So I hope to see you guys there. On Sunday, there is a writing workshop that will be facilitated by Victoria Christopher Murray and Rashonda Tate Billingsley. Now, these two are awesome when it comes to giving instruction. Uh, I don't know if you've read any of their books, just the passion they put into their work. They put just as much passion into their workshops. So what I decided to do was to sponsor one of their workshops. So it will be on March 5th at the Atlanta 
Marriott Gateway from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Now, seats for this event are limited. And now you're going to get instruction from both of them. Their goal is to build the next generation of award-winning authors with their fabulous workshops. Do not miss out. I am so excited. I do take Victoria's online classes, and it's just an awesome, awesome experience uh, to be able to share uh, her passion with her and be able to to get knowledge and feedback and to learn things that I probably didn't didn't know. So it's just awesome. Now the workshops are designed to help new authors and aspiring authors, seasoned veterans authors take their talents to a whole new level. You know, your craft always has to be sharpened. It always has to be tightened up. There's always room for improvement. So on Sunday, you guys will get writing tips to start and stay inspired, techniques to take your writing to the next level, strategies to make your book stand out from the rest. They're going to give marketing tips on how to become national best-selling authors. And the best part which is what a lot of authors are doing nowadays, they are trying to take their books to movies or web series, um, which is I think is a fabulous, fabulous thing. So they're going to talk about ways to take your books to film and what producers and networks want. So you're not going to want to miss that event that is on Sunday both uh, events are on Eventbrite. You can head over there, get your one click on. Hope to see you next weekend. Yes, but I'm so excited about this event. You know, I decided I've always wanted to do an event. And this kind of just really fell in my lap. And I said, well, I'm going to just go ahead on and go for it. A lot of times, I don't know if you've ever heard that saying, you think long, you think wrong. So I just went with it. And, you know, I had to think of what, you know, because there are always book events, but what do I see that's missing? A lot of events are missing intimacy, that time to really spend and get to know the authors. You know, here on Let's Chat, our favorite thing is to be able to share and experience the author's passion. And so I wanted to do an event that allowed readers to, to experience and get to have those moments that I have with authors. I get to see that person behind the pen, and it helps me to appreciate them and their craft even more. So I thought, okay, well, we need something, because I think readers would appreciate their craft a lot more as well. So that's why I chose to do the event. So excited. Hope to see you guys there. Now, this year, 2017, we did start to do something a little different on Let's chat because sometimes on our timeline on Facebook there are so many birthdays and it's like sometimes it's like 30 birthdays you can't say happy birthday to all of them so we added that as a segment to our show so I want to say happy birthday to Takara Gibbons Shantae Lawrence author Sabrina Eubanks happy birthday Nick DeMarco Happy birthday, Trina Griffin. Happy birthday to Christopher Booker. Oh, my goodness. You know, we love Randy Sutton on here on Let's Chat. So he is definitely a friend to the show. He's been on here before. Check our archives out here on blogtalk.com. Happy birthday, Randy Sutton. He is awesome. 
Now we're going to take a brief break. Well, I'm going to take a brief break, and I will be back with our fabulous guest, Rihanna Mallory. We're going to play a little Blue Molly and Yo Gotti. This your boy, Yo Gotti.
Save your seat at the Writer's Pro Workshop with Rashonda Tate Billingsley and Victoria Christopher Murray, March 5, 2017, at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway, from 2 to 7 p.m. Seats are limited. For sponsorship opportunities, contact writingworldypromotions at gmail.com. Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Writing Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to writingroyaltypromotions.com and check us out. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Leisha. You know my right hand and sometimes my left. The fabulous Miss Tony is not here today. It is just me, but that's okay because we're going to be rocking on Let's Chat tonight, talking that talk about thinking out of the box. You know, that's the best way to be able to create your own lane. And, And when industries are so big, and you come into an industry new, that's the best way to be able to stay relevant is to create your own lane, something that you can function in. Your your lane is always paved just for you. There's no traffic. There's no nothing. It's just smooth sailing. So make sure that in everything that you do that you're always creating your own lane. Now, we do do features and promote on our blog um, and on our radio show, if you would like blog spots or to run a re- commercial on our show, there are $10 for the promo and then $15 for the commercial and then the promo on our blog as well. And then that comes with an interview. So if you're interested, please send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest or a sponsor, let's chat your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. We have our first guest, the fabulous author, Rihanna Mallory. She is in here kicking kicking it with us in the chat room. Now, this author I met at one of her events. She actually gave me the idea to do the eat and greet. She is an interracial romance author and is just bubbles and bubbles of fun. Her personality is awesome. Her pen is awesome as well. So I want to welcome you to Let's Chat. Welcome. Hey, Leisha. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. You have to excuse my voice. I'm a little sick. So, <laughs> so I don't think oh. you know how I normally sound. I know. <laughs> well, we thank you for coming to kick it here in the chat room. You know, Tony is not here, but her and I both appreciate you. And I appreciate you even more because you are actually one of the authors that will be at the Divas Luncheon in Literature um, this next weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. I so appreciate you for being able to, for helping me and being able to be in attendance and be a featured author as well. I am excited. I can't wait. We're coming down on, on Friday, and I'm just thankful you invited me to attend. I, you know, of course, we have to support each other. This is your, um, you know, this is going to be one of the first events, of course, that I'm coming to on your behalf, and I'm excited. I'm just, you know, ready for it to kick off next week. 
I am too. I'm so excited. Really, really, really. And I again I appreciate you because anytime I call on you and I say I need to know, you always say, Well, I'll do the best I can. So I appreciate that. And we love to have you we love having you on here to be able to um uh, talk about your new projects and things that you have going. For those that don't know who you are, tell everybody a little bit about your literary journey. Sure. So my first book actually, um, I published in 2009, and prior to that, of course, you know, many authors are readers first, and, and I stick to that same, that same path. I, you know, grow, grew up reading um, what they sometimes call the capture romances, um, where, you know, you have the bodice rippers, right, where you kind of sneak around and you read these books. But once I read my first book, I absolutely fell in love with it, and I knew that I could escape into that world, you know, whatever was going on in my teenage angst years or just needing to relax, you know, I could pick up a good book and kind of escape into that world. And so I always used to create these these scenarios in my head of the type of, of, of heroines and heroes that I wanted to see in the books. And, you know, those books didn't exist for me. So I kind of had my own, my own little side projects that I never did anything with, but they were my little secret they were my secret passions, right? And so um, in 2009, as I was still devouring every book I could find, um, I had come across the genre of interracial romance. And, and for someone who had been reading for so long to not know that that genre existed, um, I was a little surprised because that, that said to me that this was kind of a hidden gem. And these were the types of stories that I would create in my in my own head. And so I actually uh, set, you know, pen to paper or finger to keyboard, as you may say it, and put out my very first uh, my very first story called To Love a Marine. And I did it based on I just needed to get the ideas out. I needed to pull some of those thoughts out of my head and get them out to see, you know, if other people are interest, were interested in the type of stories that I would be interested in. And it was based on so many things that I had experienced. I write about, you know, I tend to write about what I know and love and enjoy and things that I can really, you know, put my stamp on. And to love Marine was based on the fact that, you know, I was in the Marines for, for eight years, and so the heroine is a Marine. I was stationed in Arlington at the headquarters of the Marine Corps. That's, that happens to be where she's stationed at. And so I kind of based it on different scenarios that went on in my life, and it actually um, was picked up and identified by some wonderful ladies that I will always give props to, um, Beautiful Trouble Publishing, Jeannie and Jaya, uh, Jeannie Johnson and Jaya Lee, um, who actually bought my book and read it and basically said, you know what, you, you have something special. And so... Since that time, I've actually published 23 different uh, stories, novel length, novella, novelette, but they all do feature interracial relationships, very healthy interracial relationships, um, because I think we need more of that. And I think, um, you know, interracial relationships are like any other, whether you are same sex or same uh, racial background, ethnicity. Um, but it just gives everyone an opportunity to see themselves and their stories. And so as I continue to write, I try and, and bring a little bit of that reality to, to my book, but also a little bit of that escapism and fantasy. Um, and so I've been doing this since 2009, and, and I haven't stopped yet, and it's been a really good ride. Absolutely. It sounds like it. Now, yeah. 
when you decided to put the pen to paper, you self-published first and then you were picked up? I was. So I actually, this is going to be so funny. I don't know if any of your the, the listeners will remember this, but I self-published To Love Marine on Lulu.com, which, I, you know, Lulu, I think, is still around, but I self-published on Lulu.com, and I created my very own cover, and, you know, I thought I was doing something amazing, right? I mean, it was, you know, I I was kind of a, a newbie to this, but again, it, it was it was one of those things where I just needed to get it out. But yes, I self published on Lulu dot com, um, and I self published a couple of them just kind of because I was starting out, and there had been that good response. And then I was picked up. I had a uh, I had a book through Amira Press, uh, Weekend Fling, which is um, which is one of the still today a fan favorite is Weekend Fling, and I now have the rights back to that one. But then I also was published through Beautiful Trouble Publishing. They published uh, Escape to Heaven, which is, you know, I often call that book my labor of love because it deals with domestic violence. Um, and then I also had some books with Shara Azad, LLC. Of course, she is a, herself a, a, an author. Um, but she would publish for other indie authors as well. And then also with Mocha Memoirs. So um, more small publishing houses really supporting the, the other authors and, and kind of those small presses that would support the indies. Um, but over time, I've really just gone to doing it on my own uh, as a primarily indie, indie publisher myself. Awesome. That is so awesome. Now, I went to your event uh, that was in Arlington last year. Is that something that you do consistently every year? Was that your first event? Tell me a little bit about the event that you put on. Sure. So that was actually my uh, my first event that I had held. Um, I had been talking about it for a couple of years, myself and Eve Vaughn, who was my partner in crime for that event. And we wanted to do something local for our readers. I travel a lot to different places. I guess, you know, I'm coming to Atlanta next week, I'm, you know, going to Florida and some other places this year. But I travel a lot to other events because I do enjoy interacting with readers. But there was really nothing in my backyard for my genre. Um, and so Yvonne and I partnered together and decided we wanted to do something local. So that was our first event. We do plan to do another one in 2018. We're going to do every other year. Um, but it was fun. It was so much fun. It was, of course, it's a little stressful um, trying to get everything together and the authors and the people. And but it was so amazing that day, just seeing everyone come together and support the authors and and all the readers and just everyone. It was one of the most amazing feelings ever to have everyone in that room, knowing that they came because they wanted to to have fun with me and my crazy group of friends. Who just so happened to write books. It was it was awesome. It was nothing like it, and, and I'm excited about doing it again in 2018. Yeah, you know it was the best time. I was, you know, I went to support Tasha DeMay, who was one of my authors yeah. at Reesboro, and mm-hmm. I I was she was like just you know it was just step I was just really stepping into Tasha's world and getting to know you know the authors around her getting to know her particular genre she writes interracial I went and oh it was so fun you ladies are so (laughs) crazy but it was an awesome awesome time now 
who was your biggest supporter um, when you decided that you wanted to start writing? My husband, actually, um, who I fondly refer to as the Italian, um, he was at the event. He was in the background being kind of my, my helper for the day. But he was really my biggest supporter. He actually encouraged me to put myself out there and write that first book um, because uh-huh. he would see that I'm like, I need more books. I need more books. I'm, there's not enough. There's not enough. You know, and he was like, well, you know, you've been, you know, you've been talking about this, and you, I know you have your little notebook of secrets that, you know, that you keep with all these little stories in, that you create. Why not? put a book, put a story out there that others will want to read because, you know, his his thought was if you're looking for these books, then someone else is as well. So why not start to, you know, put, you know, put your faith out, leap, take a leap of faith and, and put yourself out there and see what happens. So he has actually been my, my biggest order. Him and my sons have been amazing um, this entire time with this, this journey that I've been on. Absolutely, and that's awesome when family can really just kind of hold you down. And it makes, I think it really makes your experience of kind of being able to follow your dreams or things that are on your spirit to do, it makes it easier when your family is behind you. And then they become the best promoters. You know, he goes to work by my wife's book. Mm-mm, no, buy this one right here. Yeah, this is the new one. No, 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 no. no. Okay, this one right here. No, this one came out a couple of years ago. It's all right, but uh, try this one right here. I mean, he like he like walking into 30. See, my favorite thing is to say yeah. books are like 31 flavors. It's like walking into Baskin and Robbins. So when you have family that promote you, they're, they're like telling people what flavor to get. Yeah, this flavor right here. Oh, no, this is awesome right here. So, yeah, this one right here. Yeah, she wrote this one. Let me tell you when she wrote this one. Okay, yeah. now, after you read this one, you need to go get this one. How about you just get three, three right here? <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's so funny, Lisa, because he has actually sold a few books to his coworkers. He has come home, and he's like, okay, I need you to send an email to this person because I was telling them about your books, and they want to know which one is the best one. I'm like, who are these people? He's like, don't, don't worry about it. Just send them an email. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't worry about it. Just send an email, baby. It's, it's all for you. Just send an email right. and say thank you. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That is always the best thing. Now, we always try to – I love what we do here on this chat. It's just – it. To me, when authors write, we get to experience their passion through their pen, through the words in their books. But here on Let's Chat, we love to experience their passion for what they do and why they do it just by their personalities. And I appreciate you coming to share your time here on Let's Chat, but I want to ask you, if we were sitting here this time next year and we were talking about the things that you accomplished in 2017, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? Well, I got I have a lot on my plate. I tell you, 2017 is going to be um it, it's going to be a good year. I'm I'm starting to plot and plan right now, and and um, the things are coming are coming my way. So next year at this time, I will um I will definitely have have published uh, uh at least another six books. That is the goal, and it's a lofty goal, but. I'm bound and determined to do it. And, and, and four of those books are actually going to be a series. 
So, you know, a lot of a lot of the books, not all, but a lot of the books that we purchase are, you know, they feature feature wealthy men or 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 billionaires or, you know, there's some type of of wealth involved because you know, as they say about one book, if the guy lived in a trailer, it'd be abuse and not, you know, a love story, right? So we tend to uh-huh. read books about men who are wealthy and, and well off. But the book, I'm going to write a four-book series about the working man. And he will he will be the everyday guy. Um, of course, he will be very, very handsome and sexy and alpha and all those good qualities that, that we like to read about in the heroes of our book. Um, but they're going to have um, jobs that, that you and I would have every day, right? They're going to be um, men who work nine to five, who have to budget and, and pay for, you know, pay for where they live and uh, they don't have a trust fund, but they're going to be really good men. They're going to be, um, they're going to have their challenges. They're going, they're not going to be perfect, but they're going to find that one person who completes them. Um, and they're going to be rough around the edges, and they're going to be, you know, and so it's going to be a different, it's it's a little bit of a different look and feel for the types of heroes that I I admit I write. Um, and others write that um, have just a different framework. And so that, that I think is my next passion, right, is just to write this series and showcasing these four men, these four kings, um, who bring something to the table, and it doesn't have to be the amount of money they have in, on their credit card or the amount of money in their wallet. It's going to be who they are as men, and they are kings in their own right. Um, even, you know, while working a nine-to-five job, while being a police officer, while being a, a construction uh, worker or a handyman who goes in and fixes the things that break. So I'm very excited about that project. Um, I also, you know, I'm, I'm doing a couple things also that I'm, I'm trying to get some additional visibility out there and maybe, you know, put my name on a list. Um, it's not necessary. I don't think it. if I don't get on a list this year, am I going to be okay with that? I will. I'll be fine. Um, but I am trying to reach a broader audience. I think that's important um, to bring uh, interracial multicultural romance to the mainstream, and I think we need more of that. So I'm working on some projects for that as well. That's a lot going Absolutely. on. <laughs> I see. You're a mom, you work, you write, you travel, you're a wife. How do you balance all of that? It can be a challenge. I have to, it can be a challenge. There are times where I feel like I am so overwhelmed and I am drowning with all the things that I have going on, but but my family is, is really great and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I try and be uber organized, right? So my day job, I you know, sometimes I don't get home until 8 o'clock at night. And then I have to eat dinner. I need to, you know, spend some time with my family. And then at 9, 10 o'clock, I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, let's get to the laptop and, and try and write for an hour. Sometimes that works. Other times, not so much. <laughs> I could go, I could go two weeks and never pick up a computer, or I could look at the computer on a blank page and like, yep, nope, I got nothing. I mean, so you know, but I do try and find time. I have to because I do love it. I love escaping into the world that I create in these books, and so I do try and carve out time because I can get lost in the words. I can just get 
you know, and time flies, and I've, you know, I've created an entire scene while the world has continued to revolve around me, and I don't even know what's going on because I'm so in deep with the scene that I'm writing. So, you know, it's, it's balance is hard. It is hard, I tell you, but you have to make time for yourself. You have, if it's something, because I love this so much, people have even asked me, would you give it up? And maybe before I, I, I wrote my first book, I would say, yeah, of course, you know, of course I would give it up. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. But now that I've been doing this, I, I couldn't. I love this too much. Um, and it has its ups and downs, and it is not perfect, but I, I love what I do. And so and when you love something that you do, you make the time for it. Um, and you move the, out the, the unnecessary things that you don't need to focus on. Um, in order to do what you love and do your passion. And so it's not perfect. It, it's, you know, it, the, the schedule doesn't always work the way I want it to work, but I do the best I can. And some days I, I do uh-huh. really well and some days I fall down. Absolutely. Now, you had um, you did a um, collab last year with Michelle Prince. Tell us a little bit about Unwrapping a Marriage and what made you guys come together and write that book. Sure. So Michelle Prince, um, she writes um, uh, non-IR and IR interracial romance, but her interracial romance tends to focus on a black uh, hero with a white heroine. Um, And what she did she when she reached out to me about collaborating on unwrapping a marriage we both felt that the story needed to be told that sterling um the hero of this story was the type of hero who could be any color he just so happened to be black um and elizabeth just so happened to be white but it was important for both of us to write a story where the black hero was a was a professional. Um, he was smart. He was a loving husband and father. And their marriage had simply hit a, a rocky point. They were already married when you when you opened the book, um, but they had hit a point where they were on the verge of divorce. And as you go through the book, you start to uncover and peel back the reasons why. And you start to understand that any marriage goes through challenges and ups and downs and miscommunication and perceptions that maybe skew, you know, what you think about your, your life partner. Um, and that's not really a story that is told very often. Usually the stories are, you know, two strangers meet, <laughs> fall in love, and live happily ever after. Well, we wanted to write a story about what happens when the fairy tale ends. Um, and what happens when the the shine goes off of the marriage and the kids and the the PTA and the Boy Scouts and the long hours at work and life just gets tough and how do you hold it together as a couple? How do you come back and figure out is it worth it? Is the person that I married 16, you know, 15, 16 years ago, are they still the person that I love today with all their warts and and all the challenges and the faults and the missteps that have happened. And so we both felt that that was just a really important story to tell, but we also felt that it was important to have the 
um, have the hero be a, a, a an African American man. And it is. I Absolutely. love that story, even though it's a collaboration. I love that story. It's so good <laughs> because she absolutely. I love that cover. The cover is just really passionate. I love you know Tony and I are book bougie, and I love to feel not only the passion within the content of the book, but within the cover itself. Like. Something has to scream passion in the cover for me. It has to really, really talk to me and pull me in as a reader. Now, you have two books that you have. Uh, one is out and one is coming out. Now, tell us a little bit about Stay and Weekend Rendezvous. Oh, sure. So Stay was my, that was my fun story. Stay is, a, you know, I wrote, it's a naughty nanny story. Um, I can tell because that cover, she's a little fast. I said, oh, no, Rihanna is fast. Look at her. She got all the boobies and the belly, and the the belly looks like it's pierced. I said, oh, my. Yes. (laughs) So naughty Danny. So say it was actually something that when I was with, when I was publishing with Shara Azad, she she asked all of her authors to do these, these books based on kind of the naughty nanny theme and so stay is my play on the naughty nanny and you you have this these two people who should not be together um but they're forced into this situation Cherie and Rick and they're put into this situation where she's basically raising his children right and 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 the wife is you know is no longer with them she's she's passed away um, and so Cherie is raising these two children that she comes to love so much. And Rick, you know, he kind of takes that for granted a little bit. And then, you know, at a point, she's ready to move on. Um, and Rick, you know, when she overhears something that Rick says, and she's like, you know what, I'm out of here. You know, I, I've, I've fallen for this man, and he doesn't appreciate what I have, and so I'm out of here. Um, and Rick realizes, man, I screwed up <laughs> because this woman has been in my life for so all these years, and I'm not letting her get away. So Rick has some convincing to do. He has some, he has to convince Cherie to stay. Um, and how he does that is really kind of the, the the crux of the story, right? How he convinces her that she needs to stay with him and his two children um, and not leave. And so that's kind of a fun little short jaunt. Um, into, you know, of course, all my stories have that element of sweetness in there. I'm, I'm never going to write a story that doesn't have that something that pulls at you. But, um, yeah, stays a little naughty. I have a couple of those. <laughs> I have a couple of naughty books. Um, but they're really good, cute ones. And then Weekend Rendezvous is actually the sequel to Weekend Fling. So um, in Weekend um in Weekend Fling, you meet uh, Austin, uh, who is the hero, and Kara, who is the heroine. And their best friend, um, Austin's best friend is Jack, and uh, one of Kara's best friends is Lisa. And so people were clamoring for their story because there was some, some tension in Weekend Fling between the two of them, and people started clamoring for their story. And so it, it took me a while but I actually did finally get, you know, my thoughts onto paper. And so Jackson and, and Lisa, they, you know, they were like, hey, we're two adults. We're having fun. We're not worried about what anyone else is doing. We don't have to tell anyone else what we're doing. We're going to connect when we connect. 
we're going to have fun, and then when you leave, you're gone. And that's how they were. They would connect for their little weekend rendezvous, and then he would go back to where he was going. Um, but they had no ties <laughs> to anyone else, and so it was okay. You <laughs> said, don't leave your socks. Don't leave your toothbrush. No, no, don't leave a bag. Take everything with you. I don't know. Your sock is over there in the corner. Make sure you take that. Mm -mm. I'm going to need you to take this right here. Yes, you left your jacket last time. Um, I just want to make sure you take your jacket with you this time. Exactly. I got the little box. Don't be leaving your mess at my house, right? And so, so Jackson, he think he's slick, though. Um, cause he's left a couple things and Lisa had to kind of put them away. You'll see that in the story, but, but, but these two are, you know, they're two very strong willed people and neither one of them needed anybody until they realized that they needed each other. And so Jackson gets his feelings hurt when he realizes that Lisa, you know, he's not the only man in town and Lisa has options and Lisa's tired of just having these little weekend rendezvous. Lisa thinks, you know what, it's time for her to have a little more than that. And either Jackson's going to give that to her or Jackson's going to leave. So so their story is all about where they started um, and, and where they end up and how they make this evolution from going from these weekend lovers to these part-time, you know, part-time lovers and, and kind of just hooking up to – having something and realizing that they actually have something very, very real um, and what that means for them because they're not like Austin and Kara. They're Jackson and Lisa. And so it's kind of figuring out who they are in this world and how are they going to make it work and how do they leave behind the baggage that maybe got them to where they are today. So, um, yeah, it's, I like their story. I really like their story, but that's what that's about. Absolutely. You're listening to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony, who is not here today. But we are talking with author Rihanna Mallory today on Let's Chat. Our topic is thinking outside of the box. Now, Rihanna, when it comes to marketing and promoting uh, your brand, your books, and yourself, what are some of the things that you do outside of the box to create your lane? That's a very good question. Um, I actually have tried to market myself outside of my niche area. Um, you know, there are there are events and, and conferences and, you know, authors who all write similar books to what I write. But what I started doing a couple years ago is I started breaking out of that that mold, and I started going to events and participating in blogs or, you know, even on the Facebook parties or various things to try and capture readers that don't necessarily look like me. And I have actually had an amazing response. And so I have um, some extremely dedicated readers who I, who I know have read every single book I have published, have purchased and read every single book I have published, whom if you look at that person, you would not think they would be interested in reading what I write. Um, and that those relationships came about because of my willingness to go outside of my comfort zone. So I attend an event in Nashville, Tennessee, every single year, 
this year uh, will be my third year that I've attended this event. Um, and I have met some some women there who look for me every single year, who um, have asked me, who have dedicated their books to me because I formed so such great relationships with them. And um, all it just started with being willing to take that leap of faith. And so for me, that was a huge, a huge start to to branding myself. Yes, I'm an interracial author. Yes, I write books that feature black women as a heroine. But first and foremost, I write romance novels. I write about two people falling in love. And if I can help the reader understand the premise that the book is about romance and love, it doesn't matter what the demographic makeup of the of the two lead characters. What you're going to find underneath is a love story. Um, and so by doing that and branching out, um, you know, there's been a couple of events that I've done that, have, that where I've done that. Um, it's actually opened up so many other things for me as far as um, being, you know, uh, connecting with other authors and, and getting promotional opportunities and marketing opportunities and being invited to certain things to, to blog or to go to a, you know, a Facebook event because I know these people, or they promote my book. Um, and if they'll promote my books to their readers, then maybe their readers will pick it up as well. So I think for me that's one of the biggest things that I, that I can really pinpoint that I did to go outside of, to go outside of the box and, and think outside of my lane. Absolutely. I want to go back, though, because you talk about your sons and you have these books, and most of your male characters, all of your male characters are always strong um, male figures. And I always say it's funny because as women, we never think about a man's feelings or um, anything else until after we have boys. Before then, we don't think about that. (laughs) Yep, yep. Yeah, we we don't we don't we don't. It's not, I'm just being honest. Don't send me no inboxes. We don't think about y'all until after we have a boy, and then we start right. thinking, oh no, he got to cook because you know these right. these girls out here is fast. He got to know how to wash his own clothes. Uh uh-uh, uh, because he ain't about to be begging nobody to do nothing for him. Nothing for him. He could live on his own if he all these little. Fast girls, <laughs> you don't need that. Well, I tell my sons that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, though. I mean, we don't think about them. We don't. We don't nope. think about none of that, and we don't think about how women treat men until after we have boys. And so then we start thinking, yeah, because you know, some just like to feel um, like you need her. No, you don't need her. You all right. You are all right. What are some of the things yeah. that you want your readers to get um, from the characters in your books? I, yeah. So I guess the biggest thing I want readers to get from my characters is that they are not perfect and they are flawed. Um, and all of the women have to find peace with themselves before they can move on and be happy with someone else. Um, They have to be okay with who they are first before they find happiness with the man. And the man, the hero in my my books, oftentimes 
he may start out as kind of this rough, gruff, I don't need anyone, and I'm going to eat, you know, bark off a tree and, you know, kind of, you know, I'm going to eat red raw meat or whatever, I don't know. So sometimes they start off a little, you know, um, crazy, right? But then as you go through the book, they also have to, they make some changes themselves. Um, and either they have to understand that the woman that they are with, um, she has her own flaws, and they're either going to love her with those flaws or not. But maybe how they thought their world was going to be or how they thought their life partner was going to be, it may not be that who they end up with. And they have to go through their own changes as well to say, you know what, this is okay because who I'm with is who I'm meant to be with. And whatever notions I had about what the perfect woman was, it's not, that's not the case. And so, so all of my characters have to go through some type of an evolution of acceptance and being strong and confident in their own right. But each of them, they don't need each other. Right? And maybe that's okay. something, you know, I grew up with, right? <laughs> you know, and you just may resonate with you where, you know, um, growing up the thing was, you know, I don't need a man. I don't need you, man, right, parentheses man. Um, I want you. And so, and it's better for me to want you in my life than to need you in my life because maybe that's, maybe I need you for the wrong reasons. Um, right. And, you know what I mean? So they're they're independent and and can are self sustaining in their own right. So so their coming together is more about knowing that that person is the person you want in your life, um, and because you want them so much and you they have what you need to complete yourself, you need them in that way, right? The need comes after the want and the desire. Um, and I try and make sure that I write the, the stories in that in that way, that if either one of them could walk away, they would. Um, but ultimately they can't, and they have to stay because they, they feel that this person is who they belong with. Absolutely. Now, what was one of your earlier experiences where you learned that language really has power? Oh, you mean since writing my books or or before? Nope, even before that. When did you learn that your words have power? So actually um, at a, a pretty young age, I guess it was a really positive thing where, you know, I was young and I actually had to write um, a speech. I, it's so funny you're bringing, you ask me this question. So I haven't really talked to anybody about this. I was maybe 11 years old, and I had to, I entered my mother into this mother of the year, right? It seems like such a small thing, right? But, but I went up against, you know, it was me against all these other students from all these other schools, and my mother was um, a single parent raising me all on her own. She was a teenage, she was a teen mother, um, and, you know, I, my speech was about how she had overcome the challenges in her life to be 
such an amazing mother and, and teach me values and strengths and, and all of those things. Um, and I won. I won in my entire school district for my, you know, for my age group. Um, and I went up against these other kids who had very different stories about their, their mothers. And my, you know, my mother won or my speech about my mother won. And I think for me that's where the, the, the notion started that, wow, I could weave these words together and make everyone stand up and pay attention to what I have to say. And that was pretty, that was pretty awesome. I, I felt that was really awesome because, you know, you know, on the face of it, you may, I may look back and say, well, maybe, you know, maybe their stories were different and, and could their stories have been better and should their mothers have won, but the fact is they didn't because I wove a story about my mother and I told her life in a way that captured people. And, um, yeah, I think that was really the first time. Awesome. Now here on Let's Chat, we love to do something fun because really it is all about learning about that person behind the pen, learning about the passion, but also learning about like who they are. I think that really is important as readers. So I'm going to ask you some questions. There are five to five, five fun questions. <laughs> five fun questions. Now, what is your – okay, so as an author, we snack a lot. You know, authors snack. They always have a guilty pleasure. What is the worst thing that you, you snack on when you're writing? Oh, hot fries. Oh, are they hot. good? Oh, see, you know. The yes, honey. My husband will buy me like four packs of them because you know the little medium sized packs, and he'll pour them in a, like one at a time. He won't give them to me all at once, but he'll pour one. Cause bag you eat the whole thing. Uh huh. You will eat the whole bag. <laughs> yeah. My mouth burning. My mouth burning. I'm like, like, you know, breathing in, and I'm steady typing. But yes, any cat hot fries. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, those are awesome. I love hot fries. Now, if you were a box of cereal, what would you be and why? Um, I would have to say Fruit Loops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, as soon as you ask the question, that popped in my head. Um, Fruit Loops, because I'm a little crazy. I'm a little crazy, Alicia. I am. I'm a little crazy. <laughs> Um, you know, I have my moments where, you know, I'm a little crunchy, right? I'm a little crunchy, I'm a little crunchy you know, but I'm a little crazy. You know, I have fun. I love to have fun. If I'm not laughing, you know, something's wrong. I love to have fun because, you know, life is too short to be so serious all the time. And so I think Fruit Loops because I like to laugh and have fun and be a little silly, right? And And that's okay. And you know what? I hope I'm a little crazy and loopy and silly until I'm 80 plus 90 years old because I don't want to get too old. I don't want to grow old before I need to. And and that for me is I need to keep it fun and light and I need to laugh and be a little silly. So, yeah, so Fruit Loops. 
Absolutely. Now, what are some of the quirky things that you do um, that something that, you know, nobody really knows about, but it's something that you do. We're not going to tell nobody, but we just want to see if you're going to share that with us. <laughs> just between me and you. It's a secret. Just between um, me and you. We're not going to tell nobody, though. <laughs> quirky things that I do. Um, let me see. Well, you know, okay, so, you know, everybody knows I wear a tiara when I write, right? So I wear a tiara when I write because I'm a queen. And I drink my wine when I write because um, I like my wine. So, <laughs> you know, but I'm public about those, right? I tell everybody about those. Um, oh, oh, I know something that's quirky. So when I eat, um, when I eat food, um, the food cannot mix. So if there, if on my plate there's like green beans and then there's mashed potatoes and then there's chicken, right? I have to eat the green beans first, I have to eat the vegetable first, and then I have to eat the mashed potatoes, I have to eat the starch or whatever it is, and then I have to eat the meat um, last. I cannot mix them. Like I can't eat the green beans and the mashed potatoes at the same time. And if I finish with something, then I cannot go back. So if I don't eat all the green beans and I move on to the mashed potatoes, I can't go back to the green beans. I'm done with the green beans, and I have to just keep on going until my pl- until I get. You to know the what? I'm gonna need you not to tell nobody else. That's how you eat. <laughs> Don't tell nobody that, okay? <laughs> we not gonna tell y'all. We not gonna tell nobody. That's what Don't you do. And I didn't tell know nobody. that when you write, you wear a tiara on your head. But now I do. I know that you wear a tiara yeah. on your head when you write. I do. I wear a tiara when I write because I sit up here in my office, and I do. Whether I have my headscarf on or my afro, my curls, my afro, whatever, I have my tiara, and I have my glass of wine, and I write. Oh, my goodness. Now, I'm going to do a tea question because she's not here, but we always, she always asks a superhero question. So I'm going to ask you, if you could be a superhero, a superhero, what kind of superhero would you be and why? Oh, so I have to give a name of a superhero that I would be? Yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, uh, <laughs> until last year or two, yeah, until last year, I probably would have said someone like Wonder Woman or something like that. But actually, I think I would be their, um, um, Deadpool. Um, because really? yeah, because Deadpool is like the honey badger, and the honey badger, <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't want to say nothing bad on the show, but you know what the honey badger is all about. So that's kind of Deadpool. He's just like whatever. I'm gonna do what I want to do, and I have my own way of doing things, and I don't really care whether you like it or not. I'm not, he's like an anti-hero, I guess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Say, yeah, but I would have to say that because he's pretty awesome. I don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just a mess. She wears a tiara. <laughs> she separates her food, and she would love to be Deadpool. We have learned about Arthur Rihanna Mallory today. Some stuff we are not going to share, but for the most part, we appreciate you communicating with us. Here on Let's Chat. Before you slide out of the chat room, make sure you shout out all of your social media, your 
next release and where everybody can get it from and any events that you will be attending. Absolutely. So my next release is going to be Weekend Rendezvous. It's coming out on March 14th. It's actually already up for pre-order on Amazon. If you search for my name, Rihanna Mallory, you can find uh, Weekend Rendezvous and all of my books that are listed. Um, I have, Like I said, I have about 20-plus books on Amazon right now, and, and some of them are available on Kindle Unlimited if you want to check it out first before you, uh, you can try before you buy. Um, otherwise, you can also find me all over Facebook um, at um, my, my fan page is rihanna.mallory.author. Or if you just do in a search for Rihanna Mallory, people can find me as well. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, um, and Pinterest as well. So I try and have a, a pretty visible presence. Over the next, gosh, over the next couple months, so next weekend I'll be in Atlanta with Lisha at the, at the Divas Luncheon and Literature Meet and Greet, um, so, or Eat and Greet, and so I'm very excited about that. And then in the next few months after that, I'll be in uh, Daytona Beach at the um, Interracial Authors um, Expo um, for a two-day event there as well. But my website, you know, if you look for me at www.riannamallory.com, it does have all my upcoming events listed as well, so you can always stay in touch with me and sign up for my newsletter as well. Look at you, thinking out of the box in the most spectacular way. That's why you wear that tiara, honey. Wear it, girl. Strut. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we appreciate you calling in on tonight, sharing your time, sharing your journey with us here on Let's Chat. You know that you are welcome back anytime, and I will see you next weekend. Yes, you will. Have a good night. Thank you so much for having me. You are more than welcome, love. Thank you for coming on our show. Bye, Alicia. Awesome, awesome interview. I love her energy. I love, love, love her. She is just really the warmest person um, that I I have ever met, and I appreciate her. We appreciate her coming on the show. This is Les Chat. I am Miss Leisha, you know, my right hand, and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. She's not here with me today, but that's okay because we rocking here on Les Chat, talking that talk about thinking out of the box. Our first guest was author Rihanna Mallory. If you're just tuning in and you missed her interview, no worries. Just go ahead over to our archives here at blogtalk.com or on iTunes and check them out. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to have everybody's favorite WCW actor and model, Travis Cure. As soon as he's in the chat room, he's going to press his one, and we are going to have him in here and have a good time. We're going to play Ryder. Shout-out to Ike Breeze and his money team. Do you wanna get in? Come on, let's jam. Do you wanna get in? Do you wanna? Do you wanna get in? Come on, let's jam. Do you wanna get in? Do you wanna? Do you wanna get in? Come on, let's jam. 
Do you want to get in? Do you want it? Do you want to get in? Come on. She a bad yellow bone. Straight out of Boston. Can't tell her wrong. Machine with the talk. And she ride a snake moonstone. Coast deep Austin. And she a ride or die for a nigga take caution. I put a price on your head like an auction. And she'll come and put a hole in it like a dolphin. Leave a nigga fresh to death in a coffin. I pull up game strong. I'm a 10 tie Lawson. Shout it about stuff. She my ride or die girl. When I'm MIA, she my slip and slide girl. And she the plug daughter, so she the supply girl. Little mama a hot girl. I need it in my world for real.
Save your seat at the Writer's Pro Workshop with Rashonda Tate Billingsley and Victoria Christopher Murray, March 5, 2017 at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway, from 2 to 7 p.m. Seats are limited. For sponsorship opportunities, contact writingworldypromotions at gmail.com. Yacht dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ.
Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Fighting Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to lightroyaltypromotions.com and check us out. Things happen with that. 
Absolutely. And you're also currently on um, a, is it Tierra Marie's video? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I showed it. Yeah, um, that one. Um, we, you know, we we did that uh for, for a while back, man. And um, you know, I was I was just glad to see it, man. I was waiting on it, just like everybody else waiting on it. I, I had no idea it would it would do uh, as good as it did, man. But uh, you know, I was excited about that one. So yeah, yeah, I did do that. Now you mentioned that you try to stay away from modeling. Why? I mean, I understand that you want to do the acting thing because you do that very well. You know, you're a future yeah. Marvel hero. We're going to see you on X-Men or Avengers. It. We're going to see you. Black Panther, we're going to see it. you on there. But if, if, <laughs> if modeling is something that is, it comes so easy to you, why do you shy away from it? Well, I mean, because I, I believe it's, it's, it's is uh you know it's it's kind of being drowned out, you know, with a lot of the lot of the um you know the up and coming people doing that thing, man. And I, I'm I'm a firm believer in um, you know, like you you put in the work, you gotta earn that title. You know, you can't just take a few pictures and just automatically label yourself a model. You know what I mean? Like I you you have to go through the ranks. You have to do what it you know do the grind, the legwork, and and build up to that. You know, and I go on you know Instagram or social media, man. I see a lot of lot of people who, you know, just just jump out there and say I'm a model. And it's not. It's not that simple. You know, it's like being a trainer. You can't just up and can't just up and you know lift weights and be like, oh, I'm a trainer. Now, no, no, you got to go to school. You know, you got to. There's 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 things you got to do before you before you label before you are labeled that. You know, so I feel like That's I just fall in that category like everybody else who ain't who just you know I put in the work to call myself a model. But then you got somebody next to me that who didn't not a model. Now how how are we the same? You know, <laughs> we're not. You know, so that's why I say, man, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and leave that alone a little bit, you know, and just kind of focus on the acting. But I'm still going to, you know, do, do a little something, something here and there. But, you know, ultimately, that's not the goal anymore. You know, I've I've done it. Absolutely. Well, you know, on Mondays, you know, your picture is everywhere. You know, everybody got your picture up on Mondays. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, well, you know that's Everybody's my motivation. Favorite WCW. Yeah, that's you know that's my motivation right there. That's one of the reasons why I still do it, man. Is I still see the pics, man, and sometimes I get you know a few messages in my DMs where people ask me, you know, um, are you post, you know, um, you haven't posted, you know, lately. So you know, I, I keep it, I keep it going for the people. You know, they want to see it, so I give it to them. Absolutely. Now, when you last came on the show, you talked about your desire. Um, to be a trainer and the importance of, of being fit and working out. How is that process going for you? Have you, uh, and you want to have your own studio? Have you stepped into that realm yet? Or are you still working on it? Well, actually I partnered up with one of my, with one of my good friends of mine, uh, friend of mine, man. He's actually, uh, you know, a certified trainer, man. And, you know, he, he's um, put me through a few things. Um, shout out to Courtney Ellis, man, with FIM Fitness over in um, Duluth, man. If y'all ever get a chance to come down there, check him out, man. He's really good. Um, at what he does, man, he knows his stuff. He's one of my uh, one of my good friends. But um, you know, with that, it's just you know, I'm 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 not. I take it I take it slow. You know, I I go in and do my thing. You know, and I, I kind of facilitate with him. You know, sometimes and sometimes he you know he pitch me a few you know a few people to train and things like that. But you know, his um his training is is, is a little different from mine. You know, I, I I focus really on the muscle building and things like that. You know, he's more of a weight loss thing. But you know, we partner together and you know we we do our thing. But you know, I I try to get him into the into the modeling. And uh, you know, the acting and stuff, get him over to my world, you know, he's always like, Nah, bro, I ain't you know, I ain't I ain't <laughs> I, I ain't I ain't 
I ain't doing that. But yeah, She's like, wait, no, no, not just yet, not just yet. Yeah, now, yeah, speaking no, of no, modeling, you do, yeah. you do covers. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got into doing book covers for different authors. Well, um, you know, uh, well, like I, you know, a lot of my pictures, you know, they circulate on the, on the internet a lot via, uh, you know, Instagram or Facebook. And, um, you know, a lot of times people would contact me, you know, and they would ask me, and I, and I appreciate them so much for doing that. You know, shout out to those people who do do that. You know, just they ask me, you know, ask me, could I use them? Ask me, do I have one to like, or could I, could I possibly shoot something for them as opposed to stealing them where I see a lot of my images be on, um, you know, a lot of covers of, um, you know, flyers, man. And, you know, I've, I've seen it on, a, you know, a few, um, I don't know if they were books or not, but I've seen, you know, pictures of books with the with the image on there, and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't even remember taking that image. I don't remember anybody asking me, can they use that, or, you know, asking me for the rights to that, you know. But it's, you know, it's, that's how the world is. That's how it goes. But um, for the most part, you know, they just they just offer, hey, you know, I I had this book, um, you know, I'm interested in you, you know, doing the cover, and you know, and they email my manager Christy, and you know, we go from there. Absolutely, and shout out to Christy Lux over hey, at Christy. Lux House. Y'all always doing it big. <laughs> Y'all doing it big over there. So proud of all the moves that you guys are making over at Lux House. Now, when people use your image without permission, uh, is there like something that you do, or do you contact them, or you just let it kind of go? Um, yeah, I, I just let it kind of go. Um, you know, it's, it's just one of those things, man. You really, really don't really have control over. You know, and it's, it's mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm thankful for it. I'm grateful for that, they, you know, that they do it. But I just wish, you know, you would kind of give me a shout out or something, you know, acknowledge like who it is or something. A lot of times they'll just do it and you don't see, you know, uh, at Travis Terry, you don't see nothing. I'm just like, you know, at least the right. least you can do is hashtag me. God dang. <laughs> you ain't going to give me no coin. You can at least you let people know no, who that just, is on the cover. At, at the minimum you can do that for free, you know. <laughs> My goodness, you know, but I mean, there'll be a few times, you know, my, you know, Christy, because, you know, it bugs her the most, you know, but I always got to tell her, like, Christy, man, it's, it's all right, it's, you know, it's, it's the name of the game, you know, what's going to happen, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that it happens, because that's going to have people out there, like, you know, who is that, I want to know who that is, and, you know, they're going to come find me, and when they do find me, it's like, oh, hey, you know, I, I found you, I seen this picture of you, you know, and they're sending it, I'm like, oh, man, I don't, you know, I didn't, don't even remember, you know, giving anybody permission to do that, but I'm glad you found me, what's, you know, what's, follow me, you follow each other. You know? Absolutely. Now you you have your journey with modeling, your fitness. What is the most interesting thing that you've learned about yourself over um, the last two or three years that you didn't really know? Thing, you know, I, and, and 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 multiple things. You know, I, you don't have to just limit yourself to doing just one thing. You know, if you're gonna do something, you know, you get you give it a hundred percent. On everything, and you know, and I just and like I said, just don't put your you know your eggs in one basket. You know, there's plenty of things that's working for me that I've seen work for other people, and um, you know, you can't you 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 can't go in there with the mindset of um, you know, I, I don't have the time, or you know, I, I work two jobs. Like, nah, like who? <laughs> so what? You know, you still got to make it happen. You know, and I, and I you know going back to work out, and I because I, I did go back to work for a little bit, and you know, we're regular nine to five. And you know, um, going going back to do that, I I didn't think that I would even have the time, you know, to still keep up the modeling and you know keep up the um, you know, my acting and and, and the fitness. But it, I, I'm doing it. I'm actually doing better than before. <laughs> so 
That was one of the things See? I found out about myself that I can spread my I can spread myself out, man, and still make it work. And see, I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of times we we get into a routine and sometimes we get away from that. And and when we want to start back, it's always so hard. Like I was going to the gym and then now I'm getting back to going to the gym and I'm like, I don't know if I'm be wanting to um (laughs) get up. See, 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 that's that's see that's that that's that that's the devil right there. See that's that's that (laughs) trick. You can't see that's that's all that's that's that ain't nothing but the devil. See, you gotta you gotta get somewhere where you don't really fall off. You may slow down a little bit. That's one of the things you know people be running, and then you just go to just straight walking. No, you don't do that. You may slow down a little bit, but you still moving. You know, like you go to the gym. Uh, like I said, I, I go to the gym six days a week. Me and my boys, we, we do our thing six days a week. Woo! Now a lot of people go, would say that's 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 a lot, but you know, we I, I developed the love for it, and that's because I didn't I, I didn't really you know take too many days off. And when I did, even the days that I didn't want to go. My my session might not be two hours, three hours. It may be an hour, thirty minutes. It may even be thirty minutes. But I went because the second you stop, you know, you're gonna be like, okay, well, I'm not gonna go today. You know, those days just gonna pile up. Next thing you know, you ain't. It's, it's been a week since you've been. Next thing you know, it's been two weeks since you've been. Those add up to months. So it's like you just gotta stay in it. You know, you gotta keep that mindset. Like I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna make this happen. And then now with summer coming back around, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm really in it now. <laughs> He said, "Now I'm be, I'm gonna stay yeah, ready. Yeah, I'm gonna get ready. When it warm up, I'm be out there. I'm out there. You know. Now you got, you know, people now hitting what? me up now. They trying to get ready, get ready for the summertime. You know, summer, See? you know, a couple months now. But I'm like, yo, I, where, where were you in the winter time? The, the summer body's made in the winter. <laughs> what's what's really going on?" See, see what happened was, see, in the winter time, you know, you know, we hibernate. I don't, I don't know what it is. We hibernate in the wintertime. It'd be, you know, too cold to go outside and walk. No, I mean, I'm just man, trying to help them no. out. Because I know for me, I hate the treadmill because the treadmill is really boring. I do. I like to walk because I like to see scenery. And But when it's cold outside, mm-mm. No, ma'am. I'm, I'm yeah. not out there. Well, I mean, you got you know, you to find ways. I mean, I, you know, I, and I understand that, you know, a lot of it because even, even here, in uh, Georgia, you know, it gets pretty cold, and a lot of people do like to, you know, do the outside thing. But um, you know, far as far as getting your heart rate up and things like that, man, in the gym, you there there are other ways besides the treadmill that you can, you, you know, you can accomplish uh that aspect of training. You know, and even if you didn't do cardio, you know, you could just kind of watch what you eat a little bit, and you know, maybe hit the treadmill for fifteen, twenty minutes at a high rate. Do your thing, get off, go train, do what you got to do, and get on back home. You might want to keep the car running though, because you know you don't want to get out there when it's frozen and you know you start running and all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just keep it on. Just keep it on. Now you are so healthy and fit, but what is the least healthiest thing in your diet? You gonna make me what is that? That. that Yes, I am. We want to know. We want to know uh, what what you eat that dang. you ain't supposed to eat that we don't see you eat. But can I just give you one? Because it's really like five, but I'm just going to give you one. Can I just give you one? Ooh, you got five unhealthy <laughs> things in your day. Not perfect. I got to let them know what's good. You know, Travis Trap, enjoy a little, little double-stuffed Oreos every now and then. <laughs> just look, you see, how, you, see how I look you see how I stare past uh-huh. that, right? You see, you see, right, with some milk. How, you see, Wait, do you take yours you apart and you lick the middle first and then dip the cookie? How do you eat no, your Oreo? No, man, I eat, man, I eat them. I eat them. I eat two at a time, every time. Those <laughs> and the blue bag of Doritos. Are we gonna speed by that too? 
Oh, you know what's so good with the blue bag of Doritos? Sour cream. Sour cream with the blue bag of Doritos? You be dipping them. Now, see, now that's not that's, now that's unnecessary right there. That ain't nothing but the devil. That ain't nothing but the devil. You know what? You are, look, you already ain't supposed to be eating it. You just gonna go ahead and make it, make it, make it extra, make it, just throw some extra on there. Hey, just go for Talking it. You don't I mean, get out there in the winter time and run. You gonna need to <laughs> eat that thing on. It's so good though when you put them <laughs> together. It is so good. I don't know. Sometimes it's just, look, it's you probably just put a hot sauce on your popcorn too, don't you? Huh? You probably put hot sauce on your popcorn too, don't you? No, but you know I like jalapenos and popcorn. Look, see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? You see? Look. <laughs> <laughs> see? That's all right. That's all, that's but all right. But we're not talking that's about right. me. We're talking about the unhealthy mm-hmm. things that you eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to go and get y'all. I don't put mine out there. I'm going to go ahead and get yours, too. <laughs> I hope y'all hear that. I hope, right. people, I hope, people, I hope the people listening. Yes, because Travis, not only does he like double-stuffed Oreos, but he eats two at a time. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I do the whole world. You know, it's, about, it's like four rolls in a tray. You know, I, I'll probably eat two. <laughs> I'll eat two rolls in a day. <laughs> and one okay, thing. don't tell nobody that. Man. Okay, no, don't tell nobody that. But I work hard, though. I work hard. I deserve it. I deserve it. Absolutely. That's what I tell myself. That is That's very what true. That's what I tell myself. I deserve it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, it. you know, T, she's not here. And so. I know, man. You know, I could, I'm like, man, why my buddy ain't on here? Absolutely. Okay, we got to talk it. a little sports. Let's talk about them. Um, she take it. I know. Let's talk about them Falcons. Oh, I'm look, sorry. Whoa, whoa, that let, me, let me turn the volume down on the phone. I don't want nobody to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn the volume. Hold on, give me a second. Let me turn the volume down. Somebody's talking. Let me let me turn the let me turn the volume down. Oh no, Kenneth, I'm in the car. Oh, you are, look, I'm in the car. Me, my boy, almost rolled up, ran off the road, and I said, we might have to change the subject. Uh oh, uh oh. Were you were you, you you a fan? No, you're not a fan. You probably a Giants fan. No, Tony is the Giants fan. I'm a Niners fan. You a Niners fan? I'm from uh, Cali. I'm a uh, Bay Area girl, so I'm a uh, Niners fan, okay. and Tony is the Giants fan. Ah, uh, poor Tony. Oh yeah, I mean, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, we, oh, I, actually, we, we actually watch it, man, and um, you know, it, it, honestly, it, it, it's, and I, I, I honestly can't say nothing. Nah, I mean, there's, there's nothing to say. You know, it's like, like wow, I just, like wow, you know. But, yes, hey, it was you know, a wild it, it, situation. It, it, Absolutely. It, it really was, and it was unexpected too. At the same time, so if anybody that's listening lost money, I, you know, I, I apologize for. <laughs> God damn. You can't apologize for them. God damn. <laughs> so I want to ask: If we were sitting here a year from now talking about the things that Travis cure, um did or accomplished in 2017 what are some of the things we'll be talking about um hopefully something something in, in, in the movie theater you know what not hopefully we will be talking about something okay okay know, speak to, that thing speak movie, that thing that's right real 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 soon 
You know, because I get a lot of uh, castings, man, and, I, you know, it's a lot of important things that, that come down. I mean, a lot of big things that come down, too, but, you know, it's one of those those are big things are the, the things that, that, that isn't too attainable, but, you know, I'm, I'm competitive, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. You know, but that's what we gonna, that's what we will be talking about. Most definitely. Absolutely. I can't wait. I'm surprised they ain't had you in something in the Black Panther, but we're going to see you oh, in this Marvel man, movie. Man. Oh man, you know what? That's for the crazy thing about that. When they had the, you know, they had the casting for it. I, um, it was one of those things where you had to be there all three days, and I, I wasn't able to make all three days. So they were like, if you can't commit to all three days, then don't even bother. You know? So oh, I, 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 yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I just take it as it wasn't my, it wasn't, it wasn't my time. That's all. That's right. That's how I look at it. It wasn't my time. That's all. That's all. No, that's because you're gonna be your own superhero. So if you that's could be your talk- own superhero, what superhero what would about. you be? What, yeah, what superhero keep, would you be? You're gonna be your a, own I superhero. Kidding y'all be riding for me. I'll be I, I, I forget y'all be riding for me. That's what I'm talking about. You better tell them over there over the over the airways. Tell them. <laughs> So what superhero would you be? You See, we're talking about thinking outside of the box. You know, that's the best way to create your own lane. So I want you to create your own superhero to let them know what superhero would you be. So I couldn't choose one of the ones that's already up. You can. You can that's do whatever what you want. Like. You Travis Cure. I want to be Superman. <laughs> I want to be the first. I want to be the first black Superman. As a matter of fact, I want to be like a spinoff of that, like, if they were to go to the world of Super Superman, I would be like, like his brother or something, you know, adopted brother, something like that. Like, oh, they killed my brother, you know. So and then they come and tell me like your brother died, and I'm like my brother died, you know. And then they do the backstory, you know what I mean? They came and picked me up out of Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Like that. That's how we gonna do it, you know. And I have my Falcon shirt on, and like. I got stabbed or something, and the knife didn't go through. Like, something like that. Falcon Man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> In the words of Christy Lux, that would be really dope. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. She, look, she, she'll, be, she'll be all for it, too. Ah, uh, she'd be the first one to some, yeah, he's going to be Falcon Man. First person. Watch. First person. We're about to she'll make this thing happen right here. Uh, she'll be more excited than I am. I'll be like, hey, Absolutely. Chrissy, you talking to me? Goodness. <laughs> I love Chrissy. Her just her whole 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 just her whole personality is awesome. Now we appreciate you coming and kicking with us today in the chat room. Man, Before you slide out the chat room, tell everybody, um, social media all your social media you can be reached at and all of the okay. events that you will be attending. Uh well, my social media on uh, Instagram is uh, Travis.Cure. Uh, Facebook is just Travis Cure alone. But make sure you go in there and look at, you know, the um, you know how many friends and stuff I got like that because it's about, I, when, you know, every from time to time I go in and put my own name in. And I actually put my name in on Facebook, and it was about seven pages with my name on them. So be sure to be, you know, just be careful with which one you're doing. Go in there and do a little read. You might have to dig a little deep besides just putting in the name. Go in there, hit some friends and stuff like that, man, and look. And, um... Uh, Twitter for us, Twitter. I don't really have um a Twitter account at all. I'm, I think I'm I'm probably gonna make one, 
But if I do, it it more than more than likely be something with Travis Kerr in there. So you know, just just you know, be sure to look out for that. Um, what else they have these days? This is like a thousand. I want to make sure I touch all of them. Uh, it's uh not Instagram, but uh uh Snapchat is uh Travis Kerr. Um, I think honestly, that's that's really all the social media I got. And then um, you know, a few events I have coming up. I have uh something coming up here, and uh on, on March third, um you know with the with the radio station, you know with the event that y'all have, and I'll I'll be there. Um, getting out there and meeting some people. Um, we actually have, and I didn't know. Uh, tomorrow actually, uh, we have a you know me, me and one of my boys. We run in the boot camp tomorrow over in uh, Duluth at eight o'clock p.m. Um, that address is um, uh, twenty twenty one West Liddell L I D D E L L Road. Uh, that's Duluth, Georgia, at Big Heart Wellness Center. If they can't, they didn't get the address. They can just Google it, Big Heart Wellness Center. Uh, we'll be over there at eight o'clock, man, and um, you know. It's, um, one of those sold out events, so you know they got to might have to stay at the door because I believe all the tickets are gone. Um, I'll be there, you know, and a couple of the, uh, popular trainers in Atlanta, um, will be there. And um, other than that, man, just some real hot photos, man. I'm I'm getting ready to release, man. You know, my body changed and I, you know, cut my beard off, so you know the image is gonna be a little bit different. I saw that. It like took I, like ten no, years. You ain't have to say it. You ain't have to say it like that, man. I'm still a little simple, sensitive about that. You ain't have to say it like that. about that. Dang, I just yeah. did. So like two years ago, I saw I saw you at the Dang. airport, and then after that, I saw a picture. I was like, all of that was gone. See, you ain't even had to do it like that. <laughs> you ain't had to do it like that. You ain't had to do it like that. It's not like they ain't know. They yeah, know. they knew, but yeah, but you know, man, it's, it's still a sensitive subject. Man, I'm. I'm Miss my miss my bed, man. But it's all good, you know. It don't it ain't, it ain't changing me, you know. I still I'm still who I am. But you know, that's just just not just a little less daddyish, you know. That's all. That's okay. That's why they call you the cure <laughs> for every every that's age. Right. There you go. That's Boom. right. Uh, look, uh, every uh, every single one of them. You better tell them. <laughs> you better you better tell them. Appreciate you, Travis, and I can't wait to see you next weekend at my event, uh, March fourth, at the Divas Luncheon and Literature Eat and Greet. Make sure you guys head over to Eventbrite and grab your tickets today. All tickets are on sale. Everybody keeps telling me I'm crazy, but I'm just excited. So tickets are on sale for both too. the Eat and Greet and the Writing Workshop. And they're uh, $10 off, so make sure you head over to Eventbrite today. We appreciate you, Travis. And as usual, you know that you are always welcome in the chat room. Absolutely. Thank you. No, Look, don't get in there act like you don't know me now. Uh, you know what? Well, I ain't going to talk about that because every time I see you, you never know who I am. <laughs> I have to say my name, and you be like, oh. Mm-hmm. But it's taking me a second, man. I mean, I'm just going to be a lot of people, man. I'll be like, God, dang, you, who are you? Oh, yeah, I remember you. And they'll be like, you sure? I'll be like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure, I know. But I ain't going to forget you. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, 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 the next time I mm. see you at the airport, you, I'll be like, you forgot me, did you? You're going to be like, um, <laughs> uh, no, I ain't forget you. No, no, no. Let me, no. I ain't no, I ain't going to forget you, man. I ain't gonna forget you. I ain't gonna forget you. We appreciate you. We appreciate Lux House. Thank you. I appreciate y'all too, man. We we appreciate you. It's all love. Absolutely. Always supporting us. And you know you guys are always welcome here in the chat room whenever you guys 
would like to show up, just let me or since Tony know. We'll always make room for you. Can't wait to see you in your new superhero role. Mm-hmm. Falcon Man coming to it's a coming theater soon. near coming, you. Coming. You better look out for it. Tony, we I'm, appreciate I'm looking for her too. Yes, I'm gonna tell her that too. She All will right. be back. She's gonna be uh crushed because you know there's always some good questions she wanna ask you about sports. Yeah, I you know, know y'all I get know, that I know. sports. I was, I was looking going. forward to it too. I was looking forward Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. all good. We'll be, I'll be back. You sure will. We appreciate you, and you have I a great you, evening. Though. And thank you for rocking with the chat. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, have a good night. You too. Uh, great, great show, you guys. This is State of Emergency. <laughs> bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to bitches, do? I'm sorry. Bitches, 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 I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Corporate hustle. Making money hustle. Independent business. 24 struggle. On the block hustle. Crooked cop hustle. No sleep in these streets. 24 struggle. On the stroll hustle. Trickin' John Hustle, working the pole, that's your goal, 24 struggle, counterfeit hustle, politics hustle, flipping bricks to go legit, 24 struggle, overbooked hustle, writing books hustle, in, in, in the pen with your pen, 24 struggle, college hustle, getting that knowledge hustle, keeping up with tuition, 24 struggle, underhand hustle, made in Japan hustle, trying to come across that border, 24 struggle, mafia hustle, conglomerate hustle, fall in with a thug, 24 struggle. Do you love them? Who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas that be sucking. That be sucking. You know we hustle around here. Do you love them? Who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas that be sucking. Go with niggas that be sucking. Uh huh. Do you love them? Who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas that be sucking. That be sucking. You know we hustle around here. Do you love them? Who you wanna be hugging? This is serious, Around here. 